Hey, so I stopped by your house the other day. I was walking the dog. Your kids are outside, but you weren't. They're looking pretty feral these days, Christian. What's going on over there, dude? Yeah, we were in between um, me doing the hair. Because, I mean, like, just just think about it. Me doing the hair is like a two-hour ordeal. I'm doing the hair of three mixed girls. It takes a long time. There's lots of products that we have to use. One of them cries constantly. It takes a long time. Also, their lunch break is my break from them. <laughs> I was going to say, man, it looks pretty Mad Max over there in the backyard of your house. Come it on, is man. a goddamn post-apocalyptic wasteland in this house. <laughs> really? Doing remote learning. <laughs> Fucking, it's just me and the kids. Heather's not here. She's at fucking school. So there's fucking it's, uh, all heads. All the kids have dirt on their face. <laughs> there's fucking 47 cats over here. There's all, dude. So I was walking the dog and I went nine and, and the kids are like, get the cats, get the cats, get the cats. And I'm like, that's not what Christian would be saying right now, but he's probably sleeping. And then no. the little cats, the, the little, little kittens are like, what is this furry four-legged animal? And they're just like curious, like just walking up to nine. And I'm like, oh, kitty, don't get close. Although I don't know if um, nine would kill an itty-bitty little cat. I don't think nine would try to. I, I think, think nine would. could kill it on accident. Yeah, that's probably um, about right. But like, I, like I've been saying, I don't care. Like if they die, I don't care if the kids die as long as I don't have to clean anything up. Yeah, but your children are like... That's like watching, you know, Artex die, if not like a thousand times worse. But so <laughs> these kittens, like the kittens had been helping, um, you know, oh, like, preoccupied already. Yeah, that, you know, she had a, a litter of five. Like you expect one to die with the first litter of that many kittens. But fucking that aside, um, the kittens had been helping. They'd be ha- they'd been helping me because it. It's something to preoccupy the kids, except now neighborhood kids are just walking into my backyard unannounced. And well, then I cool. fucking come out and notice them. I've had to send a few home for not having a fucking mask. Uh, but now they keep doing it because they've seen the kittens. So they keep coming back. Well, yeah, because kitties, dude. And then I look at them and they and they have masks, but none of them wear them, right? None of them. No, they're They're basically chin diapers. Have you seen the uh, the South Park fucking pandemic special? Oh, I forgot about it. Did it come out already? It's out. Um, except I don't. I think the only way to watch it is HBO Max or that website that I told you about to watch cartoons on. But you'll have to text me because I don't remember it. Just still watch cartoons online. I thought you saved it, but anyway, I'll text it to you. I don't know how to save it on the Fire Stick. But like they, everybody in that shit wears their mask wrong. They literally call them chin diapers because people just have them around their chin. That's how these fucking kids are coming to my house. Uh, well, isn't the more I don't know. There's more information coming out. Like, didn't we talk about it? It's fucking airborne. It doesn't matter anymore. Like, it's all Mad Max from here on out. No, that's not true. It still matters. Like, you still don't want to gather in large groups inside. Uh, if you're outside, you still don't want to be close to a bunch of people. True. And masks still stop. They slow, like, the dispersion of fucking uh, fluid particles that come out of your mouth and nose. But if you're only wearing a mask over your mouth or just under your fucking chin, 
They're really not doing anything. <laughs> People are like, well, if, if masks work, why do we got to stay apart? Both. They work in tandem. They work. You have to do both. And these little kids coming over here are not doing none of that shit. And I might just shoot them. Let's see. Oh, I have an announcement. We are, we're officially on iHeartRadio. Nice. Yeah, I didn't know. I I fucking forgot that. Um, I forgot that a while back. I I sure we talked about it on here, but I, I forgot a while back that uh, I submitted or uh, applied for it. And I guess their approval process takes forever. Why but the it, hell do you have to apply? But the bar must not be very high because they put us on there. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what their process is. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird that you have to apply for that shit. It's a while back. Somebody should really check the podcast email from time to time, Christian. <clears throat> I don't even know the password to it. It's the don't same tell me now. as all of my passwords. Also, it's your social security number, which is 157. Just seven. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, guys, as some as you know, we lost the, the late, great Eddie Van Halen to throat cancer at the age of 65. So we're going to dedicate part of this to Eddie V. And uh, we're going to dedicate a smaller part because before he died, we were talking about dedicating this to... Our late free John McAfee friend, who uh, well, he's trying to be what we all strive to be as human beings, and that's tax free and living on a boat with a hottie <laughs> and guns and, and drugs guns and drugs and alcohol. But uh, yeah, um, he was apprehended in Spain. We'll get more into that later. Uh, there's an official statement by his wife on Twitter that we'll read for the tweet of the week, and Christian's got another statement I think we'll read from Twitter later on. Um, oh, Christian, this is super cool. Do you know who Quentin Byfield is? No. He is the newest draft pick for the Los Angeles Kings, and he made it history Tuesday night. The Kings selected Byfield with the number two overall pick in the NHL draft, making him the highest drafted black player ever in the history of the league. Hey, I'll drink to that. Yay. 18 years old, dude. He played for the Canadian national team in, tw- in the 2020 World Junior Championship and was the youngest player on the gold medal winning team. That so is pretty, cool. pretty nuts. Damn, uh, now I have something else I have to follow, but I will be following. Uh, yep, it'll be cool. Too bad he's on a trash team, but maybe he'll make it better. I hope he does because the Kings have not been good. That's how you get early draft picks by That's being trash. You get early draft picks. That's right. Uh, oh, one funny thing. Speaking speaking of black people, um, I went to Ren Fair this weekend uh, with the kids from our D and D party, and uh, we camped out there for a couple days. Fucking had a total blast. And I packed. I packed the. I guess they call it a poncho. My dad got it for me back in. Oh shit! It was probably four or five years ago. I think he bought it in Mexico. And uh, it's a Dos Equis poncho, and it got a little cold that Friday night, so I put it on. I didn't realize this poncho was white, and uh, I put the poncho on, and we were fucking with the fire and still kind of grilling out. We were going to go to the rest of the campground and go check out the sites and, like, people dancing with fire and shit like that. And it wasn't until I pulled it out and put it on that I realized 
that I had a white hood on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and it's not just like a hoodie hood. It kind of has a point to it. It, it holds shape very well. More Did than you I, run into any problems wearing that white hood? Fuck that. I was like, I didn't realize how pointy this hood was. I took this shit off and I put a jacket on. I was like, I'm not even going to try, dude. There ain't no fucking way, man. Oh, shit. I'll have to show you this hoodie the next time you're over here, dude. It's oh, fucking my God. And, like, you know, five years ago, no one would have batted an eye, probably. But yeah, shit. this is not the time for that. I'm it's not the time to, to test social situations. I'm I'm not I am not up for that at all. Dude, I have a fucking I have a buddy that has an a- actual clan robes left to him by his great grandpa or grandpa. Oh my god. There are blood stains on it. What do you do with that? He just keeps it balled up in his closet. Yeah. I I I don't know, man. If somebody left me Nazi memorabilia, I'd probably just burn it. Unless, you know, unless time, no, you donate it to a museum. Unless no, unless times were rough, then I would sell it to a museum. I'm not donating it to a museum. Yeah. I'm not selling it to like a Nazi memorabilia collector though. I'll sell it to a museum, but I'm not selling it to a guy that just gets hard of all his Nazi memorabilia in his fucking Nazi room in his house. Well, it's not like he is an actual Nazi. Maybe he just likes the lore and. The I shit. don't care. <laughs> Hey, you're do whatever you want with your Nazi memorabilia, Christian. I'm not going to tell you what to do. This is supposedly a free country, but you do whatever you want with your Nazi memos. You're damn right. Hey, should we start the show now that we've talked about Nazis? Um, let me grab my tiki torch. One second. God damn it. This is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, hey. hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter, underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian, underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at 10 beers with O, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by Josh James Clutch Lubricant. Are your machine components working too well? Do you ever feel like something could be just about to fuck up? Well, that's where Josh James Clutch Lube comes in. Simply pitch Josh James and watch things fall apart just like you'd expect. Josh James Clutch Lube. Way to fuck it up. And that's 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 our uh, that's our sponsor for the for for the day for the week because. Josh, Josh James fucked it big time. I also blame Dusty Baker for not knowing just Josh James well enough to pull his ass after he does a great inning and then leaves him in there and puts two guys on base and then proceeds to give up the home run. And what Justin is talking about is the Astros versus the A's playoff game. It was game three. The Astros had a commanding 2-0 lead. And they were in the driver's seat to go ahead and win the series tonight, right? Only three games. And closed it out. And so, I well, you, I was listening to the radio while this was happening. Ah. Um, ESPN 97.5 The Blitz. They put in Josh James, and AJ says, I don't, even, I don't know what's happening. I just hear AJ saying, oh, no. Oh, no. And then Fred, <laughs> Fred tries to talk. 
And then AJ says, Fred, no, 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 Fred, don't say anything. Don't say anything, Fred. Don't say anything. Just stop. Fred was like, no, they put in Just James. You might as well just put two runs on the board. Oh. Every out you get from this guy is a gift. And then that motherfucker got three outs, and Dusty Baker left him in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He got all three outs. They didn't put a single guy on. I was like, wow, amazing. I go to make late lunch. I come back. It's the next inning. Josh James is still in the game. What are you doing? What did he give up? Like a three-run bomb? What did, I don't even remember what he did. He put a guy on. He put another guy on, and then he gave up the homer. And it was a three-run, you know, home run. Uh, yeah, that's that's not on Josh James. That's on Dusty Baker. I, I He got three gifts in an yep. inning and then was like, fuck it. I'll just look this gift horse in the mouth. Put him back in there. He knows better. He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. He's actually notorious for his um leaving the guys in too long. Or taking them out too early. Both. Nice. His manage off. his management of pitchers is something that he's notorious for. And we got to see it close up tonight. No ma'am. Go lay down. Yep. And uh man. I don't know. I'm I'm excited about the Astros, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I feel like they were kind of like lackadaisical until they got like that that ninth inning uh, whammo, like three or four runs against the Twins. They're like, wait a minute, yeah, we're under 500, but we can Fuck fucking it. we can win it all. And they, I mean, they've been. I the would team. say that they have the talent, but they don't have the pitching. I great he's hurt right now. That's why Josh James was in the game. They definitely don't have Go lay down. They definitely don't have the bullpen. I think they have some pretty good starters. Although Urquidy got a little rock today, which you know it happens to everybody once in a while. Urquidy's been pretty solid. Uh, man, they were right there. I really wanted them to close it out today and fucking make the Yankees and Rays stretch it out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and I want them to go to the World Series. So all of the fucking hey, they're cheaters. Yes. yes. I really like I really want this to happen. Yes, I did too. It's like, oh fuck you guys. And it looks I like mean, they are cheaters, but so is everyone else. And it's great because everyone hates them and it looks like they're having fun playing baseball again, which they didn't have fun playing baseball all year. They've been mm-hmm. kind of like mopey. They've been like the mopey guy at the bar. His girl just broke up with him. They've just been like yeah, give me another beer. Like, I don't Especially know. Altuve. I, Altuve did not oh handle people hating him well. God, no. His, his personality is not built for that. And it nope. showed up on the field. And he swung at a ball today that I went, what are you doing? And he fucking somehow, it was like it was like 18 inches outside the strike zone, which he shouldn't even be able to reach with a bat. But he did. And with he got his, uh, Yeah, like in his like MVP or batting fucking championship season, he swung at a bunch of those. Yeah. And he hit a bunch of those. I don't know how he does it. But I wish we could get MVP level Altuve back. That would be nice. It would be nice. He was on my fantasy team. He did not do well. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's get into the, some of the more of the show here. Guys, don't forget our email is outclockspc at gmail.com. Don't forget you can write the show. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, uh, Here's a little note. Our first little note about Eddie Van and the, the band themselves. Well, Eddie Van Halen would often skip the after party to toil away in his room with a guitar, 
alcohol, and cocaine like a mad scientist. The band's sexual output was unsurpassed and had doctors' visits to prove it. With frequent trips to clear up the clap with penicillin, prescription drugs were required to get band members through the tour, from codeine to Perkadan, along with street drugs and booze. There's a lot about this band that I learned today that we're going to talk about more and more as we go on. And we actually, one of, one of our longtime listeners wrote the show because he's a big Eddie Van Halen fan. I asked him to do a little thing about it. So we're going to hear from Uncle Ben later today. And yeah. So Christian, how is your week, man? What's going on, brother? Did you go anywhere? Did you go do anything? First of all, you know, I didn't go anywhere and do it. <laughs> Secondly, it occurred to me this week that I haven't worn a pair of pants since April. Yes. It's just been shorts. Wait, if we don't cart if we don't count the sparkly unicorn pants that I wear for shits and giggles. Pants, sir. Sorry. Yeah, so like I haven't put on blue jeans since April. Right. My legs look amazing. Speaking of pants. I had a mutual female friend we know and another female friend that we know at, well, a female friend that I know that I met at the Ren Fair. Who, I don't know, you could probably, you probably understand how this feels, but a female woman grabbing your butt and being like, your butt looks great in those pants is one of the greatest things and feelings that you'll ever experience. And me, as a white boy growing up and never having an ass, it felt amazing. I mean, you still don't have one. So whatever pair of pants you were wearing, put Where? that shirt on your top tier and okay. wear them three times a week. I don't expect you to notice, but I do some lunges and some squats every day. And there is significant improvement over what was like um, maybe one of our friends' ex-girlfriend's asses to where now I have maybe like maybe, – maybe you could put a cell phone on there. You know, you could you could do you could lean a shell like a cell phone on there. There is a little bit of improvement. I've noticed it. Christian has not, even though he's shaking his head. But <laughs> I'll expect him to, and that's okay because I feel great. All right, I'm glad that you feel great. I'm glad. I'm happy that that happened to you. Um, what were we on? Oh, what the fuck I'm doing? Watching shows, getting bets wrong in sports, and taking care of. Seven sure. cats and three children. You have too many life forms that you're dumb. Seven fucking cats. Ugh. And quite frankly, I'm over it. I'm He's tired of this excited. shit. Ugh. I'm pulling up my bookie. I got destroyed last week. I think I lost. I lost every bet but one that I made. So don't listen to any of my betting advice from here on out. I won one um, bet. I was down at thirty bucks, and I'm back up to fifty after being at one hundred and thirty. So I did something. I want to give a shout out to the Seattle Storm. They're the WNBA champions. I believe they won in a sweep. Um, the last game they won by like thirty fucking points. Uh, but. Rest assured, I didn't watch any of that. I just wanted to give them a shout-out. That's all I know about them. I don't know who's on their team. I don't know what their colors are, but congratulations, guys. Congrats, Girls. Girls. Man. Who's going to start for the Bears on Thursday? Does it matter? Are they going to score any points? Nick Foles will start for the Bears. Uh, Who are they playing? Tampa Bay. I feel like they're just going to run all over the Bears. Mm. The under-over is 45. 
I feel like Tampa Bay can score 45 points. <laughs> I feel like the Bears can score six. I think – I mean, you're sleeping a little bit on the Bears' defense. Like, the Bears' defense is still good. Uh, I uh, hate Fold, the Bulls isn't going to give the ball to the other team like three or four times. So. No, he's not. They should, they should stay in the game. But uh, Brady has been looking better and better every week. Uh, yeah. His chemistry with Mike Evans is definitely improving. Uh, we'll see what happens. So they looked like they were going to lose, I'm sorry, and then they didn't. Yep. They scored a shitload of points. I picked up hey, Herbert. Go ahead. I wanted to talk to you about yes. the Cowboys versus the Browns. I have, a, I have a whole segment about this. Are you shocked? No. Good, good. Please discuss. Well, I didn't really watch much of the game. I did notice that 32 points were scored in the fourth quarter, though, and that the Browns scored 49 points on America's team. Yes. Can you give us some insight on how the fuck that occurred? Well, let's let's go to my segment. And I'll just read what I wrote. Cleveland was able to rack up 33 first downs in week four. And while Baker Mayfield threw for 165 yards. So let's, let's just think about this. 49 points were scored. Baker Mayfield threw for 165. The equivalent or the average of what they threw for back in 1954. On 30 attempts. So the average yard per pass is like three. The Browns' rushing attack sliced up the Dallas defense. Despite losing Nick Chubb to an injury in the first half, the Browns ran the ball 40 times for 307 yards. Now, let me stop you real quick. Okay. Do you remember after week one where I said, if the Browns just run the ball, they'll be a good team? Yes. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. I said, even run the wishbone if you need to. Yes. So now they're doing what I said, and they're fucking what three and one? Yes, they're three and one. Man, I should get paid for this shit. Coach football, dude. Oh wait, you're, you're putting your wife through school and coaching children, <laughs> and they're, they're playing in the dirt, which is kind of like football, but um... I'm gonna start the WNFL. <laughs> it's my only recourse. I was going to say, like, well, there might be an option there. Talk to The Rock. Maybe he'll help out. Yes. Uh, 307 yards and three touchdowns. It was a franchise record for the Cowboys, who had never before allowed an opposing team to hit 307 rushing yards across 917 games in the NFL. Dak Prescott is on pace for 6,760 passing yards. Dak Prescott has thrown for like 980 yards in the last two weeks. Wow. And the Cowboys still can't find a way to win games. Plenty of that has come with Dallas trailing, often by a lot. Prescott has one completion, two attempts, and 11 yards with Dallas in the lead this season. Jesus Christ. So they haven't been in the lead a lot. Although you don't have like a bunch of dead people on your defense, like Lane Vanderesh, is he dead? Yeah, he broke his collarbone. And Sean Lee, is he dead? He's dead too. Uh, Byron Jones went to Miami. 
Randy Gregory is supposed to come play in three weeks. Like he's going to get reinstated. Uh, I don't have much, much faith in Mike Nolan, the uh, defensive coordinator. He was a coach for the uh, the Niners back in – he had like one or two seasons and he was terrible. I, I don't know his resume. I haven't seen anything that it's like, wow, okay. But, uh, yeah, it's really good right now. It's about time for him to get fired. And Kellen Moore needs to run the fucking ball, although Zeke just keeps fumbling the ball away. The way they are right now, the offense can make no mistakes – and they just need to onside kick every time they score. It's basically a Madden team. They're a Madden team. That's what they have to do. Yeah, it's bad. Could be worse. They could be the Texans at 0-4. Now. Their season's done. My my daughter's got to see me dance for, like, the first time in many years. The dance? I got I danced. You danced? Yes. I know you called me, but I was, I was on the phone with Sean when you called. I danced when I saw the news that Texas head coach Bill O'Brien had been turned, I'm sorry, and GM and um, private jet pilot and bus driver and caterer. <laughs> uh, he had been fired. Yeah. I danced. I'm not even a Texans fan. I just want better for Texans fans. Yes. So he has I'm been fired. Sure. Romeo Cornell is the interim head coach, and God damn it, if they don't throw – all the money at Eric Bieniemy to come run this team. I don't know what the fuck to do. No team deserves a DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson trade. I don't care what they've done. The Patriots, Adam Gase Jets fans, no team deserves that. That's just the tip of the iceberg. I know. Because they traded a first and second round pick for Larry Tunsil. They might have been two firsts and a second. Uh, and they traded away Clowney, and they traded away Dwayne Brown. So now they're paying Larry B. Tunsil like a top two left tackle. He is at best the top ten left tackle. They traded away Clowney for like a ham sandwich and a bag of Fritos. Yes. Um, Like, he raided the cupboards so bad that it's going to be hard to get a quality GM and a quality coach because there's nothing. There's nothing here except the largest fucking – the Texans are paying – their payroll is the most in the league for players right now. They have no first-round pick next year, no second-round pick next year, no first-round pick the next year. Um, it's going to be hard to get quality people to come to Houston. Yeah, I don't blame them. But, man, I just don't know. Like, why would you wait that long to get rid of this fucking despot? Like, you could have saved so many resources if you got rid of them earlier. As yeah. soon as they had the playoff collapse against the Chiefs, where they're up by 20-some points and lose, and they get outscored like 50 to 10, like, he's fired. He's done. But as you know, Christian, four division championships in six years. Everybody else. How many times? How many Every times? Five million times he said that shit. Oh Everybody in the God. AFC South division has been to an AFC championship game Except for Bill O'Brien during his tenure. Yep. He's just trash. He is trash. They finally threw him out like trash. Thank goodness. Uh, speaking hey. of trash. Hey. Speaking of trash, a non-sports, non-Eddie Van Halen topic. Is some Florida fuckery. I wish this was funnier than it was. Sheriff's Department, 
The only the only item the victim was allowed to have was a mattress on the floor and a blanket. According to a police report from Pasco County Sheriff's Office, Kelly and Daniel Davis were arrested Monday on child abuse charges after one of their six kids set a mattress on fire to escape the deplorable conditions of his bedroom at the Spring Hill home. The arrest affidavit says the eight-year-old boy was kept locked up in his dark, boarded-up bedroom with no power for months. Between March 1st and October 5th, they saw the boy's door was bolted with a chain slide lock from the outside and a board was nailed to the frame. The windows were boarded up, letting in no natural light. The power had been cut off via the circuit breaker, and both feces and urine stained the walls. The Pasco agency says one of his sisters passed matches under the door to aid in his escape. Her age was unclear, but the Davises have children ranging from an infant to 10 years old. I know they're like 36 to 37 years old, but this is another case of people who should not be allowed to have children and Florida fuckery. That's fucking terrible, man. That is fucking terrible. Hey, should we should we keep it terrible? Yes, absolutely. Three former jail employees in Oklahoma are facing criminal charges after they forced inmates to listen repeatedly to Baby Shark. That is also child abuse. Oh, my God. On at least five occasions in November and December involving five inmates, Mr. Miles and Mr. Butler placed the inmate into an empty room and then forced him to stand as long as two hours while listening to Baby Shark play it on repeat. Oh, my God. As somebody who regularly has to listen to Baby Shark. (laughs) Yes, because your wife will just hum it. Making me listen to it for two goddamn hours while shackled to a wall. Definitely constitutes this fucking torture. Definitely. Uh, whatever. They've been fired. I don't. I don't. Man, people get go to work in like these fucking jails and prisons, and like they lose all of their humanity, and just then they just start doing shit to entertain themselves. That's it's why we get fucking crazy ass stories like this. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> like it's a different world, and there's different rules. Yeah, like. When you, uh, yeah, when you acclimate to that, there's a term for it. Or when I worked at the prison, there was a term for it, and they would just call you incarcerated, even if you just worked there. And I'm like, okay, he's yeah. now fully bent to the culture of prison. Um, he doesn't see shit the way that regular people on the outside world would see it. He's incarcerated now. And that's the South Central, right? The guy would come out of the. He's in the wheelchair, and he would like pass the the the, the birthday cake knife. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, hey, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, let's see. Oh, I got a quick PSA per our friend Josh from our uh, D&D games. Uh, wet wipes, although they say flushable, they're not. That means they go through pipes. That's all that means. Um, when they get to where they're going, they turn into giant rope cords and really contribute to the fucking up of our internal sewer and water treatment facilities. So if you can, those who like the cleanup parts, wipe your ass with the toilet paper, come in with a wet wipe, make sure it's nice and sparkly or get a bidet and then throw it in the trash. We'll be saving a lot of people of heartache and work. So that's my PSA. That's my good guy moment for the week. Also, you'll Thanks be God. saving it for you too. Like, 
if you live in an old house, oh yeah, and you try and you flush white for any period of time, you're gonna have the bill, either you or your landlord, but you're gonna have the issues because even though they can go through pipes, a lot of times they don't. They just gotta hang out in the pipe. Yep. And now your shit's backed up and there's water all over your goddamn floor throughout your whole house. Fuck that shit. Do I sound like somebody who knows nothing about this? <laughs> there might be. There might be. I don't know. It sounds like you have had some experience. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, shop backing two and a half inches of water out of an entire goddamn house is not fun. No. It's not fun at all. Sounds horrible. Hey, I, I gotta give some. Uh, I gotta get some. Th- I gotta throw some thoughts and prayers over to Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden was the coach at Florida State forever. He won some national championships. Bobby Bowden is ninety years old. Has COVID. Oof. Trump's yeah. not a big deal. Four days. It's over. I didn't want to start on Trump yet. <laughs> was there any doubt that's how he was gonna fucking frame it, dude? There's no and when he got sick, doubt. I told my wife, I was like, if he doesn't die and he recovers, he's going to kill so many more people. So yeah, he puts this tweet out like, Yeah, it's not a big deal. Don't let it dominate your life. And I'm sitting here like, bitch. You have an in-house medical facility. You have access to a helicopter to go to a hospital with the best medical minds in the goddamn world. Yep. So you go and get treatment and then have the nerve to come out to tell people who are making $35,000 a year and hey, don't let it dominate your life. It's not a big deal. Fuck you. And, and if he even had it, I am such a strong president there's no way Biden, if he got it, would be able to withstand the COVID, right? Like, that's that's what it all boils down to. Fox News has gone on, like, a full press on, well, now Donald Trump's more suited than Biden because Donald Trump got corona and Biden did it. What? Yep. I fucking knew it. I don't have to watch the news to know this shit. Uh, shades of Donald Trump. I'm sorry. I like presidents who don't get corona. Just like he was... When he was talking shit about John McCain, I like soldiers who don't get captured. You're <laughs> you piece of shit. Well, I like presidents who didn't get fucking corona and yeah. then spread it everywhere. You know how many yeah. people in the White House got this shit? There's like 150 fucking White House staffers and, and fucking GOP senators who have COVID. J- Donald Trump knew that he had COVID, in my estimation, before the debate. I believe he did too. He did it. He suppressed the test. And he did it anyway. The Trump showed up late to the debate on purpose so they couldn't be tested before it started. Yep. And then they had like two or three more public events before he finally said, Oh, I have Corona. Yeah. And then he got over it in four days. No, bro. Come on. No, I, no motherfucker. I watched the footage of him on the balcony after he left Walter Reed. He was gasping for air. Like, he's yeah, not out of the woods yet. Yeah. He's not out of the woods yet. But for I like, like, they say that, I mean, maybe there's people that are asymptomatic. I got it. I still have trouble breathing, like, if I've worked out a whole lot. I'm not the same. I don't know if I ever no. will be. He's full of shit. If you believe him, 
You're an idiot. But, you know, go like doorknobs, whatever you want. I don't really know. I reiterate, he is not out of the woods yet. And I saw him. I, I didn't listen to what he was saying because I can't stand to listen to him talk. But I watched footage, and, like, if you go pull it up, you can probably Google it. Just Google Trump's right eye. There's something wrong with his eye. Like, it's swollen like he fell down or something. Um, It looks really weird. Like, he doesn't look good at all. Um, And then, so, all right, so, you know, he got out of Walter Reed. And they're like, all right, we're going to be careful now. He's going to work from his residence. That they was were two talking years about ago. Biden's, Biden's eyeballs, too. Like, they were feeding him stuff during the debate. Did you see that? I saw this conspiracy theory. Did you see this? He, no. he, like, he like, moved. And under like around where his like his cuffs were underneath his uh, his jacket, there was like a line and people got into this thing about like, oh, they're feeding him the lines. That's why in the debate that Biden was like, didn't know what he was saying or blah, 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 blah. blah. It was great. It was fantastic. It was spent. Biden, Biden knew what he was saying. He just couldn't say it because Trump interrupted him 381 times. Oh, I only see this one picture. I, I really don't know what it is. I really don't like looking at this, at this man's face. Anyway. Like, that debate was a shit show, man. I Last, last podcast, I want to just play a super cut of all the people shitting on the debate. They're like, the only loser of this debate was America. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my God. If you watch that debate and you feel confident in the leaders of this country, I don't know what's wrong with you. Some some lady was like on CNN and literally said that was a shit show. Yes, yeah, and it was. It was a shit, it's a show. shit show. People feel bad for us right now, Christian. Other countries, I don't know why. It's a it's a fifty fifty split between feeling bad and just laughing at us. Yeah, you're and they should laugh at us because we have the government that we deserve. That's correct. That is correct. But there there are now fucking uh. Like White House official and and high high ranking uh, Republican, there's a, there's a bingo card for how many of them get COVID. Oh wow! And that shit is filling up rapidly. I'm excited. I'm. I like. Not gonna learn anything unless someone dies. No lessons will be learned. And then if so someone so dies, then they're gonna be like, oh well, he had. Slightly high blood pressure and was five pounds overweight. So it was actually a stroke not caused by COVID that he had six days earlier, but went un it went undetected. You know, it'll be some shit like that. The levels of stupidity are unlike I've ever seen. It's okay. This election will make the difference. Everything will change and it'll get better. It won't, no matter who gets voted in the office. Everything will get better. Our healthcare will automatically get better. Taxes will be better. Immigration will be better. Everything will get better because that's how things happen. That's how things trend. Better. Yeah, that's that's exactly how America's been trending for the last half decade. Well, it's time for Ask a Black Guy. Let's do it. Hey, man, the Joe Budden Podcast Facebook group just gives and gives and gives for me. I think it's because I'm so goddamn ignorant. So here we go. Ask a black okay guy. Ignorant. It's just not okay to be willfully ignorant. Ah, I am not that. Okay, let's see. Here it is. A man asks on a Facebook post on the Joe Budden podcast group, 
yo, how far y'all take y'all whites on whites? Me personally, I'm rocking out all the way to June. Understand or no? Weird ass question. How far y'all take y'all white on whites? Yeah, people just wearing fucking all white outfits. You like, you know, like they say you don't wear white after Labor Day. I guess. You know, well, how far do you push that? I want to wear my white on white. Oh, uh, which is now, a really weird question as opposed to a podcast Facebook group. Well, but, I think the particular one he was talking about is sneakers, like the, his white on white sneakers. Oh, I don't. Which I guess. I mean, I, I don't. I can't answer that. Like, I obviously I don't know shit about fashion. I just put on clothes. I I've been wearing football shirts and a t-shirt since April. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't even. I don't know what's going on. So there's a. Uh, let's see. Um, it, it was. I think. I believe it was posted by Cornelius Williams. And I. I, I dug a little deeper because I wanted to see some of the. Um, uh, the responses. Um, he said. They won nighters. I on wear them shits none but twice for that ninety dollars. One, so he's saying that he buys shoes for single use, or at the most two times. Is that what he's saying? He's buying shoes like a prom dress. Okay, and then he got a response that said, "Well, excuse me, Doctor Dre." <laughs> Obviously, you have a lot of money if you're buying single-use shoes. Okay, okay. Now I'm understanding. Good, this is great. Okay. To which Mr. Cornelius replied, Yo, nothing like that. It's just when I was younger, all I had was these and Jordans. Now I pass on both of them. I like foam posits. Foam posits? Foam posits. Foam posits. What's a foam posit? I have no fucking idea. I've been wearing flip-flops for fucking seven months. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know what a phone pause is. Exactly, except I kind of think that, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, I kind of think that um, the shoes that Kanye puts out, the fucking Yeezys, I think they're phone, phone pauses. Okay. I think the Yankees are beating the Rays. God damn it. Let's see. Um, okay, I've got, you're cool it, bro. What bro? is it? Oh my god! All right, this this shoe is that a phone posit? Look at the price. Is that five hundred dollars for a sneaker? Goddamn dollars! They're autographed, limited edition. They're autographed by Penny Hardaway. I he hasn't played basketball in twenty years. Who cares? I apparently the people wait. <laughs> I have another one. Uh, Nike Air foam posits. One pair of Norman. I don't know whose signature shoes these are, but they're being bidded on. Focus. Look at that bid. Wow. Are those are those black and green? That's correct. Uh, what's, what's that last sale price there, Justin? Three thousand five hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> are there bids on that? Yes, like so, like sneakerheads are a different breed. I, I don't, I don't, I've never been a sneakerhead. The most expensive shoe that I, I wore was a fucking work boot when I was I walking 14 miles a night, and they cost about $160. Yeah. I, this is, I'm out of my element on sneakerheads and spending that much money on shoes. 
People do it, man. There's a big following. I know guys that have more shoes than women. And it's like they're yeah. all like Jordans and basketball shoes. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, they're like the people who, like how on my fucking Steam account, I'll just go buy a bunch of games and never play them. Yeah. That's how sneakerheads are, but with yeah, shoes. Games are like five or ten bucks, and these shoes exactly. are exactly ninety nine cents, and they're spending three thousand dollars on shoes uh, to be able to say they have them. I did. I, I met a guy with Renee in Vegas one time. He brought like four pairs of sneakers to Vegas. Like what? You need no more than two pairs of shoes in Vegas. Yeah, you're only gonna be here for four days. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and you're not gonna remember half of it if you're doing it right or right. Right. Hey. But yeah, you should have a nice pair of shoes and a comfortable pair of shoes. That's all you need. Tops. Uh, I don't get oh, it. Flip flops and a pair of boots. Pack the no, flip you, you need some fucking sneakers too. Some workout shoes. Ooh, this vanilla porter. It's nice. I miss I miss porters. Um. Oh, let's go back in the sports, baby. Wait. One Eddie Van Halen story real quick before we go back in the sports. Can I play Panama while you while you kill it? You can, as long as it's not too loud. All right. Panama. All right. Touring as the support act for openers Montrose and headliners Journey in 1978, Van Halen had ample time to get the party started after their set. Yet one time when Monk, who was their manager, I believe at the time, went back, he says he found the backstage area and its inhabitants dead silent, which was odd for the time because they were wild animals. He then noticed what looked like a long splash of green paint on a full-length mirror in the dressing room. Upon further inspection, the paint turned out to be guacamole. What the fuck? A bowl of which was thrown at David Lee Roth by Eddie Van Halen in retaliation for the singer hurling a bowl of peanuts at the guitarist. But he missed and nailed Steve Perry instead. God damn it. Monk found the dirty singer in the bathroom crying. Crying? <laughs> and had to help him get cleaned up for the show. Likening the incident to heartless men children, heartless mean children picking on a kid in middle school cafeteria. You don't. I feel like this might have, as a grown man, look, you don't get to cry from physical pain unless like a bone is coming out of your skin. Yeah. Or if you were that. Or if you had the Zach Miller injury for the Bears, where his knee just fucking folded the wrong way, he gets to cry. Cry all they want. Yeah, Alex Smith gets to cry too. But yeah. you get hit with like a bowl of guacamole, you don't get to cry. You, just, oh, you have to you cry. Be mad. <laughs> if that story's tr- non-factual podcast, if that story's true, Journey's like, eh. sorry, Steve Perry, you drop a bit on my list. No, he didn't. The next time a Journey song comes on, you're going to fucking be raising the roof, singing it like every other white person in the goddamn room. It depends. That's how, like, it's automatic, bro. If there's a gathering of a bunch of white people and the parties die down a little bit, you put some goddamn Journey on and that shit picks Don't right back up. Stop believing. Don't stop believing. Yes. The 100% of the time, it works every time. Every time. 
Uh, so uh, NFL, they're, they're having some run issues. Big surprise, they took basically no precautions except for testing a bunch. Fucking zero precautions. Cam Newton, Rona. Stephon Gilmore, Rona. And then I saw on Twitter, uh, the end of the, what, Patriots game? Stephon Gilmore and Patrick Mahomes are all cuddled up together, hugging each other, talking right in each other's face. Now, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, is not even sleeping in the same bed as his fiance out of abundant precaution. I wish more of my nation's leader would, would take precautions like that. But um, yeah, it's not it's not good. And, and like the Titans got ate up with the runner. They have like 20 fucking cases. Um oh, if fuck. they don't if they yeah, if they don't change what the fuck they're doing, they're gonna have to pause the season and reconfigure it. And none of us want that. We want NFL football every week if we yeah. can get it. But god damn it, do it responsibly. Yeah, I'm enjoying playoff baseball. I didn't think I was, but I'm enjoying it. The Astros are actually winning games, which I hope they keep doing because I want them to just be the assholes, be the lovable assholes they are. I want that too, but their pitching is depleted. But it's, yeah. I feel like, you know, they got lucky with the Twins. If it, go, if it has to go too far, like it is right now, like they, they, they really needed to close out today. We'll see. Yes. They really need to win the next game. Really, really need to. It, and they got a who they got coming up? Mistekas or not Mistekas? He's a first baseman. Who's the fucking Frankie Montas? That is the the, the athletics pitcher is that is starting next game. Yes, the one they got uh, suspended last year for cheating. Oof, big oof. Um, let's see. Oh, this has been in my my list for a while that I haven't gotten to. So let's fucking get to it. Cause I want to get it off my list and fill it up with something. Yeah. A capitalism at its finest idea. So we're going to attain the Epstein Island and ship all the pedophiles that are deemed guilty to Epstein Island. And then we'll sell hunting passes kind of like, uh, you know, in the movies and yeah, yes. You can go rent rooms and kill pedophiles with, you know, AR-15s or whatever the hell you want to. Yeah. Um, I would, and probably sponsor it by Budweiser and uh, put it on NBC. Well, I can't put it on NBC. I'm going to say this thing that is terrible and true. Good. Whatever island they have picked out, it's probably not big enough. Yeah, you're probably right. pedophiles everywhere and our highest levels of government highest mm. levels of entertainment they're everywhere it's pervasive i don't know how these people get like this i don't know if they're born like that but there's a shitload of pedophiles i like I mean, all right don't get like on that fucking sex offender fucking app and see how many live next to you i've done it there's they're a shitload everywhere we did it a couple weeks ago on the podcast we just looked in our neighborhood and was like, oh, there's five right next door to me. There's like one there. Oh, two live on my goddamn street. Yep. Yeah, we talked about that. I, it's also fucked up how like the Democrats are like, oh, the right's a bunch of pedophiles. And the left's like, well, they're a bunch of pedophiles. Like, they're all cocksuckers. They're, they're all terrible people that don't care about you. They're all pedophiles that don't give a fuck about you. How do you guys not know this? Uh, oh, shit. Hey, so I was telling you to watch the stock market, right? Because of Trump getting sick and going to the hospital. My stocks went up anyway. Let, I, well, yeah, let me let me continue. No, Sorry. Like, 
there was a little bit of uncertainty in the market, so people sold a little bit, right? Yeah. And so Trump gets back from Walter Reed, sit in the White House, and then what was it yesterday he tweets out, I've instructed all Republican congressmen to no longer negotiate on any stimulus until after the election. And the stock market was like, no, we don't like that. So it went down. It didn't go down a lot, though. There was only it was only a little bit of panic. It went down. Um, not two to three hours later, Trump's like, all right, if the Democrats bring a bill that's single issue, $1,200 stimulus per person, I will pass it immediately. Um, okay. Because you know, he saw the stock market went down and his whole shtick, and then he makes the market go up. So he said that, and I was like, all right, that's pretty transparent, but I could use a check, and I'm getting my ass <laughs> up early in the morning to buy shit as soon as I can. So I yep. bought shit as soon as I, I could, and it went up 6% just I in a single day. Huh? I, I'm ready for a check. I need one. Yeah. Fuck. I want you to get a check. I'm Me sorry too. that you made too much money that year to get the check. Bad. But I want you to get it. I want you to get it. I would like a check. I'm over here fucking burning the money candle at both ends, not earning it and spending it. <laughs> but uh, no, we're still all right. We're eating. We have shelter and electricity. I have I have more money to spare, even though I'd like to not use it. That stim that stimmy check would be nice. That'll help my kids have a good Christmas. Yeah, I like that point. They, they deserve one after fucking being stuck in the house all, oh all the first time. You. I fuck, I deserve one too, but I don't. I you know I put me last, Justin. Hey, you guys can always like come over and have Christmas at you know Uncle Justin's house. Oh, you're buying all the gifts. Awesome, Justin. You're so kind. Hey, take a drink. Justin's buying all the gifts. Heather. Justin's buying all the Christmas gifts. Thumbs up. Everybody take a drink. Hey. <laughs> Did you end that with a huzzah? Huh? Did you end that with a huzzah? No. I think I'm just laughing. Huzzah! Fuck it. There's a huzzah. There's a huzzah. But no. First of all, I would never let, I wouldn't be in a position to where I let another man buy gifts for all of my family or I couldn't buy them any. I, I would never do that. Like, I would just go work at Amazon or something. Or something. Uh, you could be a butt model. Shit. Shit. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I don't ever look at my naked butt. I don't look at it in clothes. You don't look at it? I don't look at my naked butt. I've never had to. It's always been nice. So I've never yeah, been I've like, I'm so insecure about this. I, I I have to make sure mine looks good every time I get in the shower. I'm like, is it still good? Okay, it's way, it's like 500%. Just like the stock market, it's 500% better than it was three years ago. Oh, shit. I have to make sure that I'm doing my lunges and my squats every day. As a man yeah. that had a flat ass and could never fill out a pair of jeans, which also, let me remind you something. If you don't have an ass, it does detriments to the front side of your pants as well. Yeah, you, you can't accentuate that bulge unless you're wearing super tight Wranglers. And if That's you do that, you're accentuating the no ass. So it's loose. Correct. Loose. Correct. Yeah. Hey, have you ever – I'm sorry. I used okay. to work with – Do squats. Do lunges. Ladies, if you're all boob and new bo no booty, do squats. Do lunges. Do it every day. 
You don't have to do a bunch. Just do it every day. Yeah, listen to that guy. Or fucking, you know, get surgery. What? One of the two. Go get surgery. Go for it. But I would rather just work out and look, you know, pretty decent. Because then it's like, wow, you slap it and it doesn't jiggle too bad. Hey, hey. I, when I slap a girl's ass, I want it to jiggle. Just a little bit. I don't, want, I don't want to slap a super firm girl's ass. I'm, like, I'm not going to hate if it's like nice and big and firm. But I'm not going to get the same enjoyment out of slapping it when it doesn't jiggle. And then my palm hurts because it's so fucking firm. I saw I saw a thing today on the internet and it had it had it had two black girls, right? And it was like uh it was New York pizza and Chicago pizza and and, and the New York pizza was this like skinny fucking like methed out black girl. <laughs> she had this big old face and big old teeth. It's just super skinny, like emaciated. And then it shows Chicago thick, right? This big old black girl with like big old boobies and big old butt. <laughs> Let's go. Chicago makes like three inch deep ass pizza oh, pies. Let me tell you that you girl. You gotta eat them with deep. a goddamn spoon because they're so thick. She was deep. She was a pie, bro. That hey, you've been you you've been in Chicago. Have you had one of those big ass deep ass deep dishes? Yeah, I can't finish it. I I would not be able to. Are they good it. though? Yes, they're amazing. If you I mean, you wouldn't pie. be able to finish that big ass black girl either. <laughs> I can't satisfy that. I'm gonna be pounding. <laughs> How the fuck did we get here? I don't know. I don't hey, know. that's the best. Oh part. my god, the best part. Uh, uh, wait, I haven't told you about the most terrible time of my weekend. Okay. I was sitting out here on my patio enjoying this nice weather that we're finally having. It watching is. The, it is watching the Florida State Seminoles play against fucking Jacksonville State and be down twenty-one-seven in the first half. I didn't know there was a Jacksonville State. Exactly my point. <laughs> I thought there were fifty. There's fifty-one. And so my good buddy Zach texts me, and he says, "Christian, is Florida State even gonna win a game?" And I responded, if they play the light-skinned nigga QB, they will win games. Okay. And he was like, okay, we'll see. So then they took out, Florida State took out the true freshman, Rotomaker, who I'm sure will be great. Um, They took him out after throwing a pick six and then being down 21-7. And they put in light-skinned fellow Jordan Travis. I like how you call him fellow. And Jordan Travis is a light skinned name. And then, no, nigga. <laughs> and then, mind you, before this game, Florida State had averaged 11 and a half points per game on offense. That's it. They're the New York Giants of college football. They put in Jordan Travis, like I said, and scored 40 plus and beat Jacksonville State. Okay. I'm not happy. I'm like I'm not like overjoyed that they beat Jacksonville State, but okay. I am happy that they found a quarterback. They the won one that I've been telling them to play the whole goddamn time. Uh, they won a game, you know. They did, and now they have like number six ranked Notre Dame this this weekend. Yeah, Notre Dame is always overhyped. It doesn't matter. Notre Dame is Notre Dame will lose to anyone. Like. No, no, no. Not, not this year. Notre, listen, listen, listen. Notre Dame is always overhyped, right? 
but Notre Dame doesn't lose to anyone. What you're thinking about the University of Texas Longhorns. Uh, unranked TCU. Oof. That's always a tough game for them. There's a good rivalry there. No, there's not a good their rivalries are fucking AM and Oklahoma. Texas and TCU uh, is not a rivalry. Gary Patterson, Gary Patterson and Tom Herman, that's a rivalry. Okay. Gary Patterson, of course, is the TCU coach. Tom Herman is the UT coach. Um and Gary Patterson went in there. They beat Texas at home. Did it again. Um, it was fairly shameful, but I want to heap all the shame on the Big 12. Good. Oklahoma has lost two games in a row. It is no longer ranked. Good. It's been five years since they were out of the top 25, and they shouldn't be in it. You're um, right. UT is not done losing. They're going to lose more games. The Big 12's best hope right now is Oklahoma State. Oh. Mike, I have a mullet Gundy. <laughs> I love me some Mike Gundy. He's my oh, boy. Oh, I, he was my boy until he started wearing One America News Network shirts. Uh, We're not getting into that. We're just going to talk about how the Big 12 fucking sucks. And I cannot wait until the Mac and the Big Ten and the Pac-12 start playing. Because right now, there's only one conference, and it's like the SEC. The ACC is just Clemson. It's just Clemson. Yeah. They've got a pretty good quarterback over there. We need to keep an eye out on uh, on Florida. I didn't know what to expect from them, but uh, it looks like they found a quarterback, and their quarterback learned how to play, and they're – Blowing teams out. So we need to pay attention to that. Wait, is AM playing Florida this week? No, Florida? I don't think so. Florida's playing somebody else. Okay. I'll be playing close attention to college football this weekend because after this, I'm going to start making big bets. Big bets. I was making small bets, you know, like trying to gather information and losing a shitload. Now I've gathered some, so now I'm about to start uh, taking some swings. I'm down a lot. Let's get to some more Van Halen stories that I've got. I've got backed up here. I would play another Van Halen song, but the only one I know is Panama. <laughs> hey, a woman in San Diego. So Eddie Van Halen married uh, Valerie Bertinelli. I don't know if you know that. Uh, they were together for a long time, off and on. And they finally ended it in like 05 or 07. But during their courtship, a woman in San Diego filed a paternity suit against Eddie. They had a sexual relationship limited to the front seat of his car um, somewhere along the Pacific Coast Highway. And he quoted, it says, you know how I like a pretty face in my crotch. He told his manager, Monk. Uh, I mean, who doesn't? He had actually only ever gotten oral sex from the woman. And now he is being sued by her, claiming he was the father of her child. And he asked, is there any way she could have gotten pregnant and given me a blowjob? It all disappeared, except for David Lee Roth deciding he needed some protection from groupies waiting to trick him into fathering a child or a lawsuit. So Roth came up with the idea of a paternity insurance. I need to protect my penis, David told Monk who advised the lead singer there was no such thing that's not going to happen, David. 
Damn it. They make whole ass devices for that. They're called condoms. Called condoms. Right. On. That's not rock and roll, though, Christian. Uh, yeah. Is Richard still alive? Yes. You think he's been abiding by these rock and roll rules his whole life? I have no idea. Because if so, he should have 27 children. <laughs> he should. Any and about, and about eight fucking unknown diseases. He's probably like Mr. Burns of rock and roll at this point. Yeah. They're all just trying. They're all trying to get through at the same time, and they get through. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Simpsons, man. That shit is iconic. Yeah. They predicted Trump as president. They predicted that Keith Richards would never get sick and die because all of the disease would be trying to march in at one time and get stuck in the doorway. They're all stuck in the bottleneck, dude. Oh my god. Eddie. Eddie, Eddie and Alex Van Halen's father is known to fans for his appearance on the Driver Down song, Big Bad Bill, Sweet William now, in which he played clarinet. On a more personal note, Monk says the way dad bonded with his sons was to get drunk with them. I'm not talking about a father and son sharing a beer of the legal drinking age, he says. I'm talking about a guy getting fucking shit-faced with his teenage boys in the hopes that the camaraderie of drinking would encourage honesty and transparency in the relationship. So, yeah, that was their father-son relationship. Mm. Sounds super healthy. Eh, probably not. I know from reading today, Eddie Van Halen's dad had a... And he would, he would get kind of angry sometimes. So, And I know Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen himself would check himself in and out of rehab as well. He wasn't as... <laughs> A big a party animal some of the other guys were. Although if you were in that band, like I feel like you were thrust upon it. Like Eddie Van Halen partied, right? But he partied by himself while practicing his craft. Sometimes. Right. I mean obviously he partied partied too. But yeah. like I don't know, I've I have like special admiration for like all right, we're living this rock star life. We party, 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 except I'm locking myself in the hyperbolic time chamber. And I'm going to learn the, the, the finger picking <laughs> And he burped all over my Eddie Van Halen tribute. That's fine. <laughs> no, I was doing like a Super Saiyan in the hyperbolic time chamber. Oh, no. Oh, yell better. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your power level is 3,000. Mine's only like a four and a half, five, six. No, no. That was my that was my cell. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the Dragon Ball Z fans who listen to this. Z fans. I actually think that we have probably more Dragon Ball Z fans that listen to this than NFL fans. But I want to listen to us talk about sports. Oh shit! I'm kind of positive about that. By the time we put this fucking thing out, no one's like, "Yeah, we already knew that." Whatever, dude. Move on. Oh yeah. All right. People usually stop listening to us around this time. That's okay. Let's close, let's close this out. I do have. No, I've got lots of stuff to talk about. You can just shut up. I don't care. I'm going to go through. You have more? Yep. I've got stuff on here i got to get rid of. What if I told you that there was... I don't even know what to call it. How about... So I'm out of beer. How about that? How about a chastity dick sleeve? Isn't that a condom? No, 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 no. Chastity. 
As like, in, you saying. can't even know, like, you can't get a boner in it. Like, you can't put it in anything. It goes over the top of your dick, and it locks. Ouch. Well, they made one that could connect to the internet. Huh? A fucking chastity dick sleeve that connects to the internet. The world's first app-controlled chastity device. This chastity, this chastity device had massive security flaws to where you could go in and just permanently lock it on thousands of men. No. Yeah, buddy. No. It still hasn't even been recalled yet. No. <laughs> Not a fan. Why? The homemade chastity lock works by allowing a trusted partner to remotely lock and unlock the chamber over Bluetooth. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. A trusted partner? Yes. That, that's a fucking, that's an oxymoron with this device. <laughs> Am I wrong? The app communicates with a lock using an API, but that API was left open and without a password allowing anyone to take complete control of any user's device. No. Yeah. No. I have so many questions. I don't even want people to look at my phone. If you have right. to look at my phone, we shouldn't be in a, in a relationship. That is facts. And y'all should listen to him. Fuck, off. What, Fuck out of my face. Why do I need my partner to have remote access to the chastity? Why do I need the chastity log? Why do I need my partner to have remote access to the chastity log? These are the and, same people that have dual Facebook accounts. <laughs> yeah. Every time you see one, you're like, oh, one of you motherfuckers cheated. cheated. Which one was it? Yep. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah, but they did no security. So anybody can just access anyone's fucking chastity log device and just lock it. Yes. Someone what? just scored in the Yankee game again. There's like, I, I'm trying to think of circumstances under which I would wear one of these. What's the point of it? Like, you can't get a boner in it, right? I feel like if you if you started to get one, it would be very painful, and then the blood like would be restricted, and then it would go back down. If you did a Super Saiyan boner and you broke it, is it plastic? Is it steel? Like, what is it? No, no, no. no. The article to say that bolt cutters would be needed to free a person from the chastity lock. So... No. It's this not black. You're not breaking that shit with the strength of your blood flow. This is now getting the local fire department involved and <laughs> wasting. It's wasting. And then the fire department is going to be like, Mm-mm, we didn't sign up for this. We'll take uh, you to the hospital. Now yeah. you got to get the ER doctors involved and the yeah. nurses. Now you're looking at 600% markup because all the fucking doctors and medical people suck. And your goddamn health insurance isn't going to cover it. They're like, yeah. you got your dick stuck in a prison that you put on your dick? We're not paying for that. You put your own dick in prison? <laughs> <laughs> prison dick? Uh, prison dick. That's not what you want to be called. Hey, did I talk about Armageddon last week? I feel like I'm the last person that you should ask. Uh, I, I've, been, I've been pretty good about deleting stuff, but I don't remember. 
We've been talking about films that Roger Ebert hates, which has been it's been a gift that keeps on giving. So this week we're going to talk about very quickly, and then we'll move on to more Eddie Van Halen stories. Armageddon. The movie is an assault on the eyes, the ears, the brain, common sense, and the human desire to be entertained. No matter what they're charging to get in, it's worth more to get out. Armageddon reportedly used the services of nine writers. Uh, Why did it need any? The dialogue is either shouted one-liners or romantic drivel. It's gonna blow is used so many times. I wonder if every single writer used it once and then sat back from his word processor with a contented smile on his face. Ah, another's day, another another day's work is done. Roger he Roger Ebert hated Armageddon. I didn't, I didn't like Armageddon, but the fact that it had nine writers is nuts. No piece of work like three hours of less should have that many writers you should have consultants but you can't have nine different voices on one piece of art it happens a lot a whole it happens lot. way too much it happens way too much I'm hoping, like- that, I'm hoping that after the well the pandemic is ongoing but with the emergence of netflix and hulu Although I feel like we're going, it's going to become way widespread and we're all going to end up right back where we started because everyone's going to have their own fucking streaming service and it's just going to be all the same shit again. But for a moment, we're going to have a golden period and that may have period, that may, a period may have already passed. But for a while, these companies are going to let people do what they want and let them have a budget, but they're just going to keep them on a on kind of a tight rope. But they're going to let them do what they want and make the creations that they want. And if you've noticed, like Netflix is only letting people do like two or three seasons of stuff. It's like, okay, we're done. We're moving on to something else. We're going to do another project. And yeah, that's- but, but Netflix gives everybody a fucking show. So, yeah, you got to keep, if you're going to give a show to everybody, you got to keep a tight leash. Yeah. Like, hey, we approved 500 shows this year. Okay, go do it. Way too many. That's- so now we have to be fucking Nazis. And the moment it's not hidden, we're cutting it. Yep. I don't know. But it's different. And it is different. Better than nine fucking writers. Although I don't know how Armageddon made. It made a lot. It did make a lot of money. But the thing I hated about it the most was that I was working with my dad in the summer. And every 20 minutes, that goddamn Aerosmith song played on the fucking radio. And I had to hear it over and over and over and over and over. I'm sorry. Oh, my I know God. that that had to be rough. It was horrible. Every time I got in the truck to go somewhere. I don't even remember how the song goes. But I also know-, know that Armageddon paid a shitload of money to license all that music. Ugh, horrible. I fucking hate now that... Now, I'm at the age where I'm like, when I listen to music, I'm like, no, no, this isn't mixed properly. He needs a different sound engineer. This isn't mixed properly. This needs to be brought up. Vocals need to be brought up. Fucking this needs to be brought down. Or, hey, uh, they didn't have a cohesive vision on this. The direction was bad. Like, I used to 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 be like, no, I didn't like that. Now I'm like, this is what was bad. Here's what's wrong with it. Yeah. That's fucking tiring. And I'm sure people are tired of me talking about it, too. (laughs) All right. right, So what have you been watching these days? I'm not watching anything right now. Just like 
it's basically sports when I have time. If I'm not working in the evening. So you haven't started on the boys yet? No. It's time. There's only one more episode left. Start watching okay. it. It's I'll start watching because I have nothing to watch right now. The last episode, I was, my, my mind was just fucked. I, I, I wanted to talk to my wife about it, but she had no idea what was going on. So I was just out here like, what do now? What do? I guess lose at Street Fighter some more. So that's what I did. All right, I'll start watching it then if there's only one left, because I'm 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 right there. I, I also know. Bosch is good. What is it? Bosch. Oh yeah, Bosch has Bosch been Bosch has been on the list for a long time, but I have I just never got around to it. Sneaky Pete, I started, but it just never it just never got me. I'm pretty picky when it comes to shows. I don't know why. Me too. Uh, like everybody, Umbrella Academy, and I thought that was a hunk of shit. Yeah, I never tried it because you and a couple other people I trust told me that it was garbage. So I, I mean, give it a it. shot, but I thought the first season was awful. Eh. Oh, shit. My wife's about to try to cook steaks without me. Hey, we got to wrap this up. Let's oh, go. I got to read Uncle Ben's email, man. He's a big he's a yeah. big Eddie B fan. Absolutely. We will always read his email. Uh, well, friends, I never thought I'd be typing this, but 2020 has claimed another. And that, my friends, is Mr. Eddie Van Halen. The passing hit me hard because this was the guy who inspired me to pick up the guitar. I was 11 or 12 years old. My dad called me into the garage to help me move some stuff. I had mentioned to him that I'd wanted to learn the, the guitar. And, well, from a very young age, my dad would play some of his albums of bands when I was in high school and college, from his high school and college days. ACDC to Aerosmith, Def Leppard, Eagles, White Snake, ZZ Top, you name them. I'd heard them because of Pops. So one day, Dad says, hey, you want to hear some real guitar? Check this out. And he hands me this CD, Van Halen's Best Volume 1. I had never heard this guy before ever. He pops in the CD, and the first thing that I hear is the drum filter eruption. That's flat into the A5 chord, followed by the wicked bend. Man, I looked at my dad, and he looked at me, and I knew right then and there I had to pick up a guitar. It took my mom a lot of convincing for me to get an electric guitar, but I managed to save up some money. And I went to Mel Hearts Music and bought my first guitar and amp, which cost me about a buck twenty. I still have that guitar too. I painted it white with black stripes, just like Eddie's look when my first when my first arrived on the scene. I could go on and on, but I'm sure you've seen it already. That'll be another place for another time. Bottom line, I was truly devastated when I heard the news that Eddie passed. I was at work. And my phone blew up from all my people, all my friends and family. Thanks, Uncle Ben. We appreciate it, man. Um, always good to hear you on the show. We appreciate it. That's my uh, kind of paraphrasing. Thanks for the email, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank you for letting me know to listen to Eruption because this fucking solo is ridiculous. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Dude, you never heard this fucking song? I. I mean, I'm sure I have, but... We're going to intro it this week. That's my plan, anyway. At this point, I mean, or at the point that I heard it, I wouldn't think... Like, I, you know, I grew, I grew up listening to gospel and rap and R&B. Like, I didn't start listening to shit with actual guitar work until, like, Guitar Hero came out, or I started rooming with white people going to college. Then I was like, oh, this shit is kind of awesome. Um... But like, like how he says, he listened to Eruption and, and like strengthened his love for the guitar. I was listening to Fred today and he was like, 
Yeah, so once I heard Ben Halen, I started trying to do the shit that he did on the guitar. Yep. And it made me just want to give up. <laughs> it was that it was that hard. Like yeah. some of the chords that he played, the way he held the pick. Um he just he's like, my fingers just don't do that. Right. My fingers just don't do that. Let's see. Let me do uh let me do one more Eddie Van story. In a candid interview with Billboard some years ago, Eddie revealed how at just 12 years old, he needed alcohol to function. He said, I was an alcoholic, and I needed alcohol to function. I started drinking and smoking when I was 12. I got drunk before I'd, grow, before I'd show up in high school. My ninth grade science teacher, he could smell the alcohol, and he pulled me aside and he told me, don't drink anything you can't see through. <laughs> and I, was Bye, like, baby. I was like... So vodka, hey, yeah, which is great because that's what I drink. There you go, folks. Vodka is the one, and I've got another one for next week that we can get to. Um, do you want to do the McAfee detainment letter? Absolutely. Okay. You would you like me to start first? Sure. News, and this was tweeted by Yashar Ali at. Yashar on Twitter. John McAfee has been charged with tax evasion by the federal prosecutors. They allege McAfee used nominee names to hide cryptocurrency, a yacht, and real estate as part of a conspiracy to evade taxes. McAfee has been arrested by authorities in Spain and is awaiting extradition. Damn. Rip John. This is a letter from his wife. Hello, everybody. I would like to state that both mine and John's accounts are staffed by interns and they were not privy to what happened with John yesterday. Unfortunately, what has been reported is true. John has been, de has been detained in Spain. I cannot comment on any details of the situation, but I can tell you that I have been in contact with him through the team of lawyers that have been working tirelessly on his behalf. He is in good spirits and wanted me to thank you all for your support during this entire deal ordeal. Since we left the United States, it has meant the world to both of us, knowing that there are still believers in freedom all over the world, regardless of whatever John may or may not have done. <laughs> Ain't that some lawyer fucking speak for you, dude? He has spent most of his retirement fighting not only for his own freedom, but everyone's freedom in America, across the world, for your freedom and the right to make your own choices in life. Now more than ever, he needs your support. <coughs> all of our support really in this battle against injustice. I will be limited in what I'm able to say going forward. So please bear with me in the coming weeks. While John is detained, we will continue to staff his Twitter account to provide whatever updates we can. Thank you all so much for your well wishes. They mean a lot to both of us and we'll get through this. That's from Janice McAfee. Hey, how do you feel about people running Twitter accounts? For other people who are either incarcerated or even dead. Mm. <sighs> dead? I don't like it. Incarcerated? Different. Yeah, because an incarcerated person could be com communicating what they want on a Twitter account, right? That I'm like, come on, man. Drop I say this because Herman Cain's Twitter account, he is uh, – a, an old black Republican who went to a Trump rally, caught COVID, and died. Um, his account is still tweeting 
uh, about a month after Herman Cain died from coronavirus from not wearing a mask and going to a rally. Man. They're like, hey, man, it's time to stop wearing masks. We don't need to. We don't need to wear masks all the time. I'm like, wait a minute. He died from Corona. Why are you telling us to die like he did? No, wrong. From his account. I have a a friend of mine died on in a motorcycle crash last year, and his girlfriend still uses his Facebook account. Ugh. Uh, it's like, oh, so and so did this, and I'm like, no, we didn't. That's a woman. <laughs> And it's just his girlfriend. It's not even his wife. No. Yeah, I, I don't like that shit. First of all, don't give your girlfriend or boyfriend your fucking uh, social media credentials. Do not give them that. Well, first, don't uh, cheat, right? Or don't, don't let them find out. <laughs> and you won't have to give them your fucking don't social Let them find out, yes. And then after that, I'm, if you're married, I guess you can give them to them if you want. But... If you're not married, like, they should not have access to that shit. All right. Let's get out of here. The Rip. Johnny Nash was a singer best known for his number one hit song, I Can See Clearly Now The Rain Is Gone. 1972. Uh, Bonnie Lou Kern was an original Mouseketeer who appeared on the first season of the popular Disney show, The Mickey Mouse Club. Bob Gibson, you know who that guy is. Yes, sir. Baseball Hall of Fame St. Louis Cardinal pitcher, known for his intimidating fastball. Died of pancreatic cancer in Omaha at the age of 84. And Tommy Jefferson, yeah, 84 is a pretty good run. I'm like, 84, good run. If I make it to any of the 80s, I'm like, damn, I did great. Do you even want to look to the 80s? I mean, there's different variations of 80s. Like, I've seen bad 80s and good 80s. I'm like, if I make it to good 80s, man, I'm fucking great. Fair. Thomas Jefferson Bird was an actor known for his role in Spike Lee films, including Clockers and Get on the Bus. I don't think I've seen either of those. I know my mother hasn't either. (laughs) 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 Hey, guys. That's our show. I hope you liked it. Um, I wish I could do more Eddie Van Halen stories. We'll do some more. Uh, I want to put an intro and outro on here too. But yeah, that's it. Christian, you got anything? No, I love you. I love the listeners. Hey. I love my family. Let's get the fuck out of here and hope the Astros win. When you guys listen to this, they're at home. All right. Dusty Baker, quit your shit. Pull Josh James when he gets three outs. See you next week, you fuckers. Bye. Bye.